Welcome to the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast, a podcast about the big and little issues that come with living with cancer. I'm Catherine White, a stage four colon cancer thriver, passionate about supporting others who have faced a cancer diagnosis and are looking to feel empowered in taking back control of their health and happiness. My own health scare helped me to learn more about myself and how to live with cancer, and it led me to become a cancer support coach so I can help others through the ins and outs, the ups and downs, and all the crazy things that come with life with cancer. So let's get started. Welcome to episode 1.17. In today's episode, I'm talking about the importance of having a personal health care team that can support you wherever you are in your health journey and help you to be your healthiest version of yourself. We'll take a look at physical health and who you can work with, emotional health and who you can work with, and why you should get support and take care of yourself before, during, and after cancer. Before I dive into the content, I'd like to share with you that I have a three-day online workshop coming up. This workshop is created for cancer survivors like you to share what you've learned about living with cancer and how you can bring strategies into your life to do the same. This is a chance for you to get into a space with me where I dive deep into thriving with cancer and how you can make this happen in your life. I cover topics related to your physical well-being, information around how your thinking can be supporting you or getting in your way, and why it's so important to take care of yourself when you are living with cancer. It's a three-part approach to the body, the mind, and the spirit, as all three of these pieces play a huge role in life with cancer. Check out my website for the new upcoming monthly workshop. It runs for one hour a day from 12 p.m. Eastern. I would love to have you join me for this free workshop. Again, dates are available on my website, www.catherinewhite.coach. I would love to see you there. Now let's get into the podcast content. Your health is the most precious gift you have. It's so important for you to listen to the whispers of your body and hear it when it is telling you that something doesn't feel right. The next logical step is then to reach out to your doctor. Now there are situations that require medical care in the conventional sense and I for one am grateful for my medical team who helped me when I had cancer and as I continue to live with cancer. Doctors are important for medical situations including diagnostic, diagnosis, medications that are required and referrals to specialists. But today I want to offer to you a few other options to support your medical care or that you can use if direct medical care or intervention isn't required. For people living with cancer, having that outside of the medical care world is key. It's a reminder that you are not your diagnosis. Cancer is not your identity. It is something that is happening in your body. There are other ways that you can support your health that can work with the medical piece but they can also work on and with your emotional and your mental health. Let's begin by discussing the more physical side of your personal health care team. One of the most common treatments that comes to mind for me is massage. Now the purpose of massage therapy is to target the source of the body's pain by eliminating tense muscles, increasing flexibility, and providing relaxation to the affected muscles as well as the whole body. This can be an excellent tool to rehabilitate the body while bringing in some stress relief. Yoga is another excellent way to rebuild and improve your health. Yoga teachers offer physical movement classes that help to relieve tension, build strength, calm the mind, and so much more. Yoga can be as active or passive as you want it to be. 
and it's an ancient practice that truly addresses all aspects of the body, the mind, and the spirit, which is a key part of what I do as a cancer support coach because I believe our health and our healthcare team needs to look at us as a whole person, not just as an individual piece. Another thing to consider is a nutrition coach. I cannot say it enough. What you put in your body matters more than you know. Because we can't see what's going on inside of us, we need to be extra vigilant about our nutrition. Everything you eat is either building health or building dis-ease in your body. And it's just that simple. As a coach, I work with individuals that to help them get their digestive health back on track, to learn about foods that are disease preventative, treatment supportive, and to help them see that they can be empowered to take back control of their health through food choices. Another aspect to working on our body is an osteopath. An osteopath works on restoring the normal function and stability of the joints so that the body can heal itself. They use their hands to treat the body in a variety of ways using sort of a mixture of gentle and forceful, not really forceful, but manipulating techniques. These techniques are chosen based on your individual situation and um, symptoms that you have reported to your osteopath. My osteopath has personally helped me to rehabilitate the right side of my body. All of my cancer-related surgeries have taken place on the right, with the removal of, removal of half of my colon, two-thirds of my liver, a spot on my right lung, have left um, adhesions and weakness in muscles on my right-hand side. And so my osteopath has used this gentle technique of pressure and manipulation to help me sort of resort the right side of my body and realign it. And I know that I'm much better for it because at the same time, it helps to realign your central nervous system to get your energy center, your nervous system back in alignment, which also has a calming effect for your mental health. I also have a chiropractor that I absolutely love. And chiropractors are um, a little bit different from an osteopath. They practice within the scope of um, diagnosing and providing care to patients with a variety of health concerns related to the spine and the joints, which also, again, like an osteopath, have an effect on the central nervous system. They work in your low back and your shoulders and knees and any other injuries that you have to help to just get things realigned so that your body can function in homeostasis in the place where it's meant to be. And again, when you're back in realignment, you may find a little bit of emotional relief as well. Speaking of emotional relief, let's talk about massage therapists again. So when your body is tense and under stress, it produces unhealthy levels of cortisol, that stress hormone, which can contribute to issues in the body like weight gain, sleeplessness, digestive problems, headaches, and all of these things in turn can manifest themselves into more serious problems. So massage therapy has been shown to bring down cortisol levels, which actually human touch in itself actually just helps to bring down cortisol levels. But in massage therapy, it it allows the body to move more into recovery mode and it can create lasting feelings of relaxation and improved mood and like I mentioned reduce stress levels which has health effects in a good way that can improve the quality of your life and that's what we all want. 
Now, studies show that regular massage sessions not only help reduce stress, but also can boost your immune system. And this is so important if you're living with cancer. You want to be doing everything you can to boost your immune system because it's already taking a bit of a hit. And so between food and self-care practices like massage and others that I'm going to talk about, you can help to build up your immune system to be as strong as you can while you're going through treatments. So let's talk for a second about energy workers. Now this might not be everybody's thing, but I personally love my energy worker and I love going for Reiki treatments. So Reiki works with the subtle energy in your body. It helps to work with your nervous system, but it also helps to move the energy that really as humans we all are. It's a Japanese technique of alternative therapy in which practitioners can place their hands lightly on or just above your body to help get rid of blockages in your energy and allow it to flow more freely. And good energy flow supports your body to be in good health. And we're all energetic beings. We aren't just muscles and bones. So nurturing this part of yourself can really like release issues that are happening on a physical level, but also on an emotional level. And if you don't feel like that's something that you would really subscribe to, it's also just a really nice way to have somebody else taking care of you for an amount of time that you can just close your eyes and settle and relax. But maybe you want to give it a try. You might be surprised. Another tool, another technique that can be used for relaxation, but also for movement of energy in the body is reflexology. And it's based on the idea of different points on your feet and in your hands that correspond to the muscles and organs in your body. So a reflexologist applies pressure on these points in order to help move your energy and to improve your overall health in your body. And again, if you don't subscribe to the whole energy thing, it's just a really beautiful way to have somebody put their hands on your feet and give you this beautiful massage, but you might be surprised at how it works out for you. And then we come back to yoga. And this is my baby. I absolutely love yoga because I am a yoga teacher and I believe in all of the healing aspects of it because yoga helped me not just to heal my body, but also to heal my soul after I was actually going through cancer at the time that I was taking my yoga teacher training. So I completely believe that when we get in touch with our body and our breath and movement and mindfulness, we can help to heal ourselves on a, on a physical level, but also on a mental and an emotional level. So we know yoga as being the poses, but really there's just so much more to it. There's different styles of yoga that address different needs. Um, I teach a restorative yoga class where we stay down on the mat and we use props to support our body so that the central nervous system can get into a state of relaxation, parasympathetic, and you can just get realigned with your breath and your body and get out of your head and get into your heart and find a little bit deeper type of healing, a different way to just rest and reset. So the breath is part of meditation and yoga, and it is such a big piece of finding stress management and calm. And it's something that I use in the aid process that I teach my coaching clients that accessing your breath can help you to bring down your cortisol and relax, can help you to soften your body, to slow down so that you can get clear in your mind so that you can make the decisions about the things that you need to be making decisions around. It's a really beautiful self-soothing technique 
that is easily done just by taking a big breath in and a big breath out. But there are other breath practices that you can use specifically for other things too. And I referenced meditation, and again, I cannot speak enough about meditation as a part of a healing process. So let's just clear up that meditation isn't about sitting still all of the time and being really quiet in your body and not having any thoughts. That can happen, but that doesn't always happen for everybody, or it doesn't happen right away. And if you start to engage in a regular meditation practice, that might just come to you. But during meditation, what we're looking for is taking your attention out of your brain, out of all of your thoughts, and allowing yourself to release those thoughts to create space in your brain, in your mind, so that you can slow down and reduce your stress. And again, it can help with physical and emotional healing as well. So there is another technique that I personally don't practice, but I have tried with other practitioners, and that's known as tapping. It's also called emotional freedom technique, EFT, and it involves touching various um, acupressure points on your body, which we've talked about, in a specific pattern in order to ease stress, anxiety, depression, um, and possibly even chronic pain. So this tapping draws on an ancient Chinese practice of acupuncture that teaches um, that the body's energy travels in very specific pathways. And so certain points on these pathways are stimulated and that allows your energy to flow, which again, as I mentioned, can help you to get back into alignment and even just create a sense of well-being and happiness in yourself. Something else to consider is investing in a coach. Now, a coach like myself as a cancer support coach can be an invaluable resource. There are personal coaches who can help you work on any number of things, but what I do is I help my clients to work on their goals, to celebrate successes, to encourage personal growth, to help them see a perspective they might not have seen, to build tailorized to their needs plans, such as the meal plans that I provide, um, because nutrition is important, and just so much more. There's so much to coaching that um, is worth getting tapped into because it's just a different way of looking at yourself, learning about yourself, and working on your own healing. Now, it's a little bit newer in the healthcare field, um, but having my own life coach, I can speak to the value of it, of having somebody who holds me accountable, but also lifts me up when I need it, is quiet when I need some space and helps me to understand why I'm thinking and feeling the things that I am thinking and feeling because sometimes we just can't access that ourselves. So why should you get support and take care of yourself before, during, and after cancer? This is a really important piece. Before is the place where we are when we don't know what's happening in our body. And things are happening in our body that don't come to light sometimes for years. And that's why it's so important to be proactive, to do as much as you can while you are feeling well, to keep yourself well, to do the things that are going to support your body in the here and now, instead of waiting until something happens. You can do things like start exercising, start changing how you eat, start clearing your negative thoughts, start moving your energy. These are all things that you can do in a proactive way so that your body is in tune, so that your central nervous system is in a place of calm, your mind is clear, your body is strong, your immune system is boosted. There's just so many benefits to taking care of yourself now instead of waiting.
when you are in a situation, when you do have a health diagnosis that needs to be managed, things can get a little bit hairy. It can get a little bit stressful. And one of the things that can come up is overwhelm, and this can be fueled by fear and anxiety and loss of control. What I wanna offer is that you don't have to walk through health situations alone. This whole um, episode is about giving you samples of people that you can work with and that you can find to support you. Self-care and stress management are so key when you are living in a health situation. The doctors will manage the medical side of the house, but I believe that there's work that you can do on your own or with support. So finding those people that can support you physically and emotionally can help to relieve some of the burden that you might be feeling about having to do all of the work, doing all of the research, and relieving your stress and gaining some health, some, sorry, some, some, and gaining some control over your health. That was hard to say. Now, after the fact, if you are living in a state of after cancer, where you've been released back into the wild, as I call it, told back to go out into the world and figure out who you are and what you need to be doing, that's a little overwhelming. And this is where help can come in and finding support can come in after the fact. And this is a piece that I think is really missing in our healthcare system. Getting the job done and moving you towards being healthy again or learning how to live with your health situation is part of the conventional medical system. But it's my own experience that leads me to say we need more than that. Healing isn't just about making the disease or the ailment go away. Healing is about, again, all the parts of your body and your mind and your spirit or your soul. And it comes from this place of experience. I've spent seven plus years now working on healing this part of myself after I was told to go back out into the wild and figure out my life. So this is where support is so important, where you can find rehabilitation in your body and in your mind and in your spirit with support. So the massage therapists and the osteopaths and the energy workers and the yoga teachers and the coaches and the nutritionists, all of these people exist to support you, to support your body, to support your healing process to support you proactively, but we're talking about after the fact, after the fact where something has happened in your body and now you're trying to get it all back together. So what we wanna do is find the right people. Find the people that are gonna work on the pieces that you think that you need help with, but they also might help you to find the people to work on the things that you aren't really aware that you need help working on. Because sometimes we tuck all that stuff away, that trauma that happens inside of us when we have a health scare, a cancer experience, we tuck that down deep inside and we don't want to access it anymore, but it's really important that you do. It's really important that you get that support so that you can learn how to self-soothe, learn how to manage your stress, and learn how much you actually have inside of you that can allow you to move forward. Because you are way more resilient and have way more tools inside of you than you think. You just might need somebody to help you access them. So I just wanna come back to this piece about the stress hormones. It's really, really important that you understand that we live in a world of chronic stress, and stress is literally causing dis-ease in our bodies and in our minds. And 
we can't live in health if we're living in a state of fight or flight. So our fight or flight life is causing things like increased blood pressure, metabolic disease, um, overproduction of insulin in our bodies that then causes weight gain. All of these things, our pancreas gets taxed, our liver gets taxed. All of these pieces come from stress. So the proactive piece is to reduce the stress using the techniques that I've mentioned. If you're living in disease right now, if you're living with cancer, using these tools, these people, these resources to help you stay calm and to find peace and ease as you're moving through the process, or if you're in the after stage, really digging in to healing your body, your mind, and your spirit so that you can move forward because you can move forward. I just want to remind you that your health is a gift and it's a precious item that needs to be treated with love and with care and sometimes we take it for granted when we forget that this whole being that we are needs to be nurtured. So I encourage you to get out there and find your people. Find your personal healthcare team and start taking control of your health today. You don't have to do it alone. You get to decide. Feeling understood and supported starts now. It starts with one call and an investment in yourself. Although cancer is a personal experience, it doesn't have to be done alone. And what I know from my own experience is that sometimes you need a third party, a neutral person, and a voice of experience to help you sort through all the ins and outs of life with cancer. When you sign up for my Thrive with Cancer coaching program, you develop lifestyle habits to support your health building goals, you become more present in your life right now, you learn how to manage your stress, anxiety, and fear, and you learn my whole health approach to living with cancer. The question is no longer, do you want support? The question is, have you decided to start feeling supported? Support is just one decision away. Schedule your call today and let's talk about how cancer support coaching will give you what you need outside of the medical system so that you can feel not just supported, but understood. You can find me at www katherinewhite.coach. I would be so happy to get on a call with you to talk about cancer support coaching. And friends, if you've enjoyed this episode and feel that the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast could help others, I would love for you to leave a review wherever you are listening. Reviews help to make the podcast more visible to others, and since my hope is to reach and help as many people as possible, your review can make a difference. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. And may you live your life to your fullest, follow your heart, and thrive in all you